These chains do not define me. No man, no woman is born a slave. We are forced into it. We are whipped into it. We are stolen from our families, but I refuse to accept slavery as my fate. I refuse to wear these chains. I am a man. I make my own way. My ancestor, Anthony Johnson, the slave Antonio, destroyed his shackles too. Before the great factories, before the automobiles and television, the foundation of the American economy was the harvest. Vast farms built America. Land was available in wide open areas. A man could put down roots, claiming hundreds of acres, and build generations of wealth, unless the man was enslaved. Slavery has been a part of the tapestry of America from the very start. Indentured servants, both white and black, came here to work for their freedom shortly after the first settlers landed in Jamestown in 1607. In 1621, an indentured servant called Antonio landed in Jamestown as one of those captives. He knew nothing of this land. He knew nothing of its customs. He was a man no longer free. Antonio was among the first wave of Africans who were transplanted to North America. The first wave of nearly half a million Africans sold into slavery for nearly three centuries. Yet within 20 years of his arrival in the New World, Antonio rose in class and determined his own destiny. Antonio, the indentured servant, became Anthony Johnson, one of early America's first landowners. How is this possible? Slavery was different in those first years of America. It was an economic issue more than one of race. There are distinctions between uh, a servant um, for a set period of time, usually five to seven years, versus a slave, which would be a person uh, who's a servant for life. He served an Englishman named Richard Bennett on a tobacco plantation near James City. Impressed with Anthony's ability to comprehend the mechanics and business of farming, the Bennetts allowed him to farm independently, marrying the only African-American woman on the plantation and even baptize his children. And then Anthony won his freedom and purchased his own land, freeing himself of the shackles of slavery. Like so many Africans brought over to the New World, Anthony most likely was highly skilled when he arrived. Anybody could be kidnapped. Anybody could be taken on board the slave ship. Uh, might not just be farmers, probably weren't. Probably people who had great knowledge in medicine, uh, great knowledge in uh, metalwork, uh, great knowledge in carpentry, woodwork. Uh, so you could say Africa lost a lot, probably, of its uh, best people, its most skilled people. Anthony's story is impressive enough, but with it comes an ironic twist. As he continued to purchase more and more acres of land, Anthony needed help to farm that land. Like landowners across the new America, he purchased his own indentured servants. Anthony Johnson, a former slave, was now a slave. In fact, records of the time show that Johnson actually went to court to beat back an effort by a slave named John Kaser to be freed after seven years. Anthony won his case 
and his slave remained with him for the next 17 years. But Anthony Johnson, uh, to lend all the more irony to this, claimed that John Kesor, uh, by being an African, was his servant for life, which in effect is saying slavery with, well, without saying it. <laughs> but times and attitudes were beginning to harden. The kind of freedom a former slave of African descent would enjoy was becoming a rarity. Between 1622 and 1705, Virginia passed a series of laws that established nearly all Africans as slaves, removed all rights, all privileges, and all manner of equality. Most importantly, the legislature mandated that every African-American child born into the system of slavery would remain in slavery for life. Once again, economics played a big part in the process. Some very shrewd and crafty owners said, well, if we can make a distinction or to somehow separate one person, not because of their religion or not be because anyone can become a particular religion, but the thing that you cannot change is the color of your skin. So if you can say that this one person should always be a slave because he is not white. Always within that society, it's going to be easy to capture those runaways or those individuals and to keep them in a situation which um, could make it hard for such an individual to ever obtain freedom. I think there was a lot of fear of a strong, uh, a strong, free African population emerging. I think partially it had to do uh, with, with, well, fear of the other, fear of whoever was different, fear of maybe another group uh, rising, maybe probably to challenge uh, the uh, control of the white aristocracy. The consequence of that is that the idea of people being inferior or people not having the same rights toward democracy or freedom or the opportunity of movement or any of these things, uh, we still feel today. It took 182 years and a bloody civil war before slavery was abolished in America with the Emancipation Proclamation declared by Abraham Lincoln. That made Anthony Johnson the rarest of American pioneers.